morning guys. Welcome to another episode of Thoughts While I Drive to Work. So, um, I really wanted to make this podcast mainly because I'm getting ready to leave for about three weeks. So you guys will be without a podcast for about three weeks. Um, and I don't like to just make podcasts just to make them. I make them when I have something interesting to talk about or, um, you know, some information I want to give you guys. And so the information I want to give you guys is basically that I'm, well, going to be gone for about three weeks. The problem is, is though, that I really couldn't think of a topic that I wanted to share with you guys. Um, I didn't have, like, you know how most of my podcasts have, there's, like, one overarching topic that we try and talk about. And uh, I didn't really have one. But I wanted you guys to know that I'd be gone for the next three weeks. But what I did have was a bunch of small little topics that have been bothering me for a while. So they're kind of random, but we're just going to go through them and uh, enjoy. As always, if you have a question you would like me to talk about, or just a topic you'd like me to talk about, um, feel free to email me at thoughtswhileidrivetowork at gmail.com, all one word, no spaces, thoughtswhileidrivetowork at gmail.com, all one word, no spaces. Okay, the first thing we're going to talk about this morning is an excuse. This is an excuse that I've been given twice now uh, by two separate people. I'd like to blow this excuse out of the water. For those of you who don't know, I do jiu-jitsu, and I do a little MMA kind of striking and stuff like that, Muay Thai, things like that. And uh, anybody I meet, I encourage to do the same. Jiu-jitsu is one of those things that will change your life for the better. Mentally, physically, it just will. Um, it will make you a better person. And so when I meet people, I tell them to try jiu-jitsu. Um, but over the years, I've met two gentlemen. And then I've also met these gentlemen's wives. And these gentlemen have both given me the same answer as to why they're not going to do jiu-jitsu. And it's an excuse. It's a straight-up excuse. And it's a stupid one. And we're going to talk about why it's stupid. So here's what they tell me. So both of these guys are big dudes. So I'm six foot five and like 240. One of these guys dwarfs me. The other guy's about the same size. And they both gave me the same answer as to why they didn't want to do jujitsu. Oh, they'd say, oh, you know, I just, you know how it is when a big guy goes to a, a gym like that. Everybody just wants to fight the big guy, and I'll just end up getting hurt because, you know, everybody's got something to prove and just wants to fight the big guy. That is pretty much verbatim what both of them told me. So, first of all, that is a complete load of crap. Um, You go to a gym where they primarily grapple. Nobody is looking over at the guy that's six foot five, 300 pounds going, yeah, I got something to prove. I'm gonna go fight that guy. Nobody says that. Nobody. You're you're living in a fantasy world. Nobody wants to, as a matter of fact, you, you probably have a hard time actually finding people that want to roll with you. If you ask, they probably will, but no one's gonna come over. Because nobody feels like getting smashed. <coughs> it's like even if you don't know what you're doing, your size and weight advantage alone make you somebody that people 
you know, aren't going to go out of their way to come and roll some higher belts, sure. But half of the gym is going to want nothing to do with you, like blue belts and under. It's going to want nothing to do with you. Nobody is going is, is sitting there like, yeah, I'm going to roll with the big guy. I got something to prove. Everyone wants to roll with the big guy. No, that's a complete excuse and fabrication that you're telling yourself um, as an excuse as to why you don't do jujitsu and make your life better. It's a complete excuse. Complete garbage. That's not real. Um, and the funny thing was, is even I mentioned it to both their wives, I'm like, yeah, you need to get so-and-so in the gym, and they both were like, yeah, but you know how it is with big guys, we don't want our husbands getting hurt. We're like, I'm like, wow, I wonder how many other excuses they've told their wives as to why they're not bettering their lives. Um, just sad. Okay, the other one, again, these are random, so hopefully you guys uh, enjoy these. There's this guy who keeps popping up on my Facebook feed, um... I don't know how Facebook does algorithms or anything. I don't know. Some guy calls himself Liver King. I don't know. I haven't watched a lot of his videos. He's super jacked up. And when I mean super jacked up, I mean like this guy has muscles coming out of his ears. Like super jacked up. And I guess his, his gimmick, if you, if you will, is he eats raw liver with every meal. And he says that that's how he's so strong. I don't really know. The guy also does, or at least appears to do some crazy workouts in his videos, um, and his diet, he has some business called Ancestral Living, I don't know. I don't know, I'm not condoning or uncondoning him, but I was watching some video of his, honestly, because I was bored, I was trying to waste some time, um, I was having a hard time falling asleep. And it showed him, and I think it was like an old Father's Day video, him and like his four kids, and they were all carrying these big rocks. And that's what he wanted to do for Father's Day. I want to carry these big rocks, which, hey, that's cool. But I saw his kids, and he had like two teenage sons, and his two teenage sons were like bean bowls. They were, they were not like strong, muscular, like their dad at all. And my first reaction was like, oh, nice, man. You, you, you put yourself out there as like this, you know, super caveman, liver king dude. And look at your kids. They're, they're nothing like you at all. And at first I had some real negative thoughts about that. But then I thought about it. I'm like, you know what? Actually, I did a 180. It's probably good he doesn't force his kids to do that with him, you know? Um, some of his videos I've watched about, like, his family and stuff. He seems like a really great family guy. I don't know. But now I'm like, you know what? It's a good thing he probably doesn't force his kids to be in the gym with him and to eat his crazy diet and stuff. He just lets them do their own thing. So, kudos to you for that, Liver King. Way to not force your crazy caveman liver, raw liver-eating beliefs on your children. Um, so... Don't ever judge a book by its cover, guys. Your first reaction can be wrong sometimes. Mine, mine was. I apparently uh, judged Liver King too harshly. <laughs> I don't know what to say. Like I said, these videos are random, so hopefully you enjoy them. Alright. Second one. Let's talk about the student loans that all just got paid off. Um... You know, a lot of people are upset about this. Uh, the government, if you live or are living in a hole and didn't notice, 
recently just forgave a massive amount of student loans for, I don't know what you have to do to qualify, I don't know how you get your student loan paid off, but I know they just approved and are paying off bajillions of dollars of student loans here in the U.S. Um, for those of my listeners that are out of this country, yeah, I think that's crazy too, um, but there you go. Unless, you, unless you're one of my listeners from Sweden, where I know they pay for you to go to college. So, I mean, this is probably not all that crazy to you. And I'm, if you are one of my listeners from Sweden, where they pay for you to go to college, I hope you take advantage of that and, you know, get education. Um, anyway, so the U.S. government recently is paying off just billions of dollars of student loans. And a lot of people are understandably upset. Like, you get on Facebook and other social media kind of sites, and I try not to spend a lot of time on those because they're, they're black holes of wasting time. Um, but occasionally, I'm trying to fall asleep or something, and I just need something mindless, I scroll through them. And they also give me good content for podcasts, so you're welcome. But a lot of people are upset. You see a lot of posts like, oh, I, I worked hard, you know, at college and worked a full-time job to graduate without student debt. Oh, my dad worked two full-time jobs so I could go to college and graduate without student debt. And you hear all these cool stories about how these people really worked hard to graduate without student debt. And there are a lot of cool, uplifting stories of, you know, people getting after it working hard. But they're using these stories to say that they're upset that all these people are getting their student loans paid off for free. Which is understandable. I'd be upset, too. Maybe. I don't know. I graduated. You know what? I also graduated without any student debt. And I'm not upset. So, yeah, I guess I'm not upset. So, but let's, let's look at this. They're using these stories to say how upset they are. Okay. So where are they putting the value of what they did? They're putting the value in the money then. If you're upset, at least people got their loans paid off for free. And you had to like work really hard and commit yourself and do all this stuff, and now you're mad that they got a little bit off free means you're mad about the money. And I think that that's a fallacy. Because if you're mad solely about the money, you're not putting any value into the life-altering and life-changing commitments it took for you to work hard and get this stuff taken care of. That changed you as a person. Whether you know it or not, that made you a better person. Um, having to work hard, commit yourself, and graduate with no debt was a life-altering thing you did that made you just a more edifying human being. Um, I'm sure it changed your life in ways that you probably don't even know right now. I'm sure it changed your life for the better, gave you a better work ethic, a different mindset. And so, but now, you're regressing. You're regressing by whining and crying about all these people that got a handout when you didn't like 10, 15 years ago, and you're completely looking over the fact that they can't take away the hard work you put in. All these people that just got their loans forgiven are actually worse off, in my opinion, because guess what? They don't have to do any hard work. We are yet again showing a generation that has not taken responsibility for anything in their lives, that now they don't have to take responsibility for this either. It's making them worse human beings. And But you, 
you, being the person who worked hard, paid off your student loans, don't have that problem. You still have the mud and the blood and the grit that it took for you to graduate with no student debt or to pay off your student debt. You still have that mindset. You still have that power. And these people that had their loans paid off never will. So they can't take that away from you. Don't complain. Remember that mindset where you paid off your student loan and be like, you know what? I'm still hard. I'm still there. These guys that got their student loans paid off, they'll never be as tough as me. I don't care that they got them paid off. You know? Go back to that mindset. What made you want to pay it off? You wanted to be, you know, a real member of society that takes responsibility for what you for what you do, for the loans you take? You wanted to take responsibility for those? Great. Go back to that mindset. It's not about the money. You know, if our, if our government showed us one thing, it's that it's not about the money. They'll drop billions of dollars on the stupidest stuff at the drop of a hat. It's not about the money. Who cares about the money? It's about you growing as a person taking responsibility and owning what you did and what you do. And you did. So stop complaining that these other people supposedly got their, their loans paid off. You know what? Funny thing is, these people that have been whining and crying about their crippling college debt, I give them one week. They could be whining and crying about something else. Because that's their mindset. It's not yours, though. You, the person who paid off your college debt. It's not your mindset. And don't get me wrong. I'm sure that maybe there's some families out there that um, have really been struggling under college debt for a long time. And, you know, there's probably some hardworking moms and dads that um, actually do. You know, this is probably a big help to them. I'm thinking, you know, like the single moms and the single dads, you know, the single incomes that are just... You know what? They went to college, they got the loans, they're working the jobs, but they got bills. Mortgage and kids are expensive. And you know what? If you got your college loan paid off and you can give a better life to your kids now, I'm happy for you. I don't care. I worked full-time all the way through college, and I graduated with no student loans, and everything's great. I don't care that you just got your loans paid off. You know what? If there's a few people out there who it's, it's making their lives easier for their families and their kids, and they're working hard, and they're trying their best, more power to you. I'm happy something good happened for you. You know, good things happen to me too. And I hope that other people don't point at me and say, oh, look what that guy got, you know, blah, 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 blah. Because then they're just hurting themselves. They're not hurting, they're not hurting me. I don't care. So that's what I have to say about the student loans. So I'm going to say one more, and this one is just, you know, it's like, come on, guys. So a few weeks ago, I talked about a politician that uh, was avoiding me at parades and at other events, and uh, there have been other events since then that um, he's been avoiding me at, and uh, I attempted to talk to him at one, and he just left. And so what this all boils down to, I'm not going to get into it, but I'm going to use this as another example is there was an issue again there was an issue that our our people here our community was very upset about and we went to him and he kept saying it's going to take time to get it through the right channels it's going to take time to get it through the right channels blah 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 well this politician was also running for state house at the moment and he recently won that seat 
And now he's made it abundantly clear that he never intended to address our issues. He never put any paperwork. He never filed any motions. He never put it on any meeting agendas. He never did anything. He just stalled out the community to not be controversial right before his own election for state house. And he won. So his his bad plan, his evil plan worked. Um, it worked. He's in the state house now. Which is just sad because having somebody like that in the state house, and his name is Justin Ruffridge. I don't care at this point. You know, I was trying to preserve some anonymity for him. Um, but since he, he was so backhanded and underhanded and, and just has no honor, you know, he I'll throw his name out there. I don't care. And he did this just... He snowballed everyone in the community so as to not have to stand up for something that could be controversial right before his own election. And now after he's elected, he's full on said, oh, well, that's not my problem anymore. That's a local matter. And then come to find out he never did anything for it when he was in the old government position that he had. Um, so just really, really sad. Really, really sad. But here's my takeaway from it. You know, the Bible says that if you deny me before man, I will deny you before God. And the, um, I won't talk about what the community was so upset about, because that's not the problem. It's that the community said about something that happened that was immoral, and it was sinful. And it was immoral and sinful to children, no less. And he did nothing. And so he has to answer to that before God. He denied God. He had the power to put in place laws, statutes, whatever you want to call it, rules, that would protect children from inappropriate behavior. And he didn't do it. Not only did he not do it, but he pandered to the people that did do it to get their votes. They were some of his biggest supporters. Which, again, I just blows my mind. He snowballed both, both sides of the argument, he told the people that were upset that he was going to take care of it and it would take time to do it right. And he told the people that were on the other side that he would defend them and everything. And it was, it's just disgusting what he did. And so, yeah, he has to answer that for God. He doesn't have to answer to me. You know, I can be upset, but he doesn't have to answer to me. He has to answer to God. He's a self-proclaimed Christian. Um, whether he is or not, that's between him and God. I'm not going to be like, this guy's not a Christian, blah, blah, blah. I don't, you know, that's not my place. He has to answer to God for that. Not me. And so it's just really sad that when it came down to it, what did he choose? Did he choose God? Or did he choose what man wanted from him? And, well, he chose what man wanted from him. And he chose to do it in a really backhanded, underhanded, dishonest, and dishonorable way. Um, you can't trust the guy now, you know? If he'd have just came out and been like, guys, I'm not going to deal with this issue. Not on your side. You know what? Hey, there's honor in that. There's honor in being up front and being like, hey, I'm not going to deal with this. No, I disagree. I'm not going to take care of this for you. I'm with the other guys. Okay. You were straightforward. I could respect that. But no, he didn't do that. 
So just sad to see what people will do for a little taste of power. You know, it's that the, this political office that'll be gone in a day. It's just a worldly thing that doesn't really matter. What's worth more to him than his honor and his integrity. So it's just really sad. It's just really sad. So he has to answer to God for that. Not to me. So that's okay. That's between him and God. But I just use that as an example, guys, is that your actions have consequences, whether in this life or the next one, whether in here or in heaven, is that the things you do do matter. And, you know, vengeance is mine, says the Lord. You know, there is payback for things, you know, whether in this life or the next one. Now, no one's above forgiveness. Don't get me wrong. Jesus loves you and he died for your sins. And if you ask him, he'll forgive you of your sins. But unrepented sin up until death is the unforgivable sin. You know, if you deny God up until death, that's the unforgivable sin. And you'll be punished for it. Well, I went off topic there a little bit. But Jesus loves you and he died for you. And to to um, all you have to do is admit you're a sinner and ask him to save you and then live for him. The last one's the hardest, living for him. So that's just what you got to get done. But your actions here on earth matter. They matter. And the thing is, is that you guys may think that I've been like harping over this politician for the past few weeks and really being upset about it. No, I haven't. Not at all. Because if I am just angry and mad about what this guy did and how he did it, then guess what? He owns a place in my mind. He takes ownership of part of my mind by allowing, by me allowing him to make me so angry, to spend so much of my time being so upset, being so angry, then I'm letting him take ownership of part of my mind. He lives there. It's his. And I don't give him that power. My mind is mine. You know, it's part of, again, it goes back to taking souls. I talk about this all the time. It's taking souls. Don't let anyone take yours. Don't be so mad about what somebody else is doing that you give them ownership in your mind. You're giving them part of your soul. You're taking away what part of something that makes you you and giving it to that person by giving them even the time of day to be mad at them in your mind for more than a couple minutes. No, it's okay to be angry about some things. There's a lot of things in this world that um, to be angry about. And you, that there's a lot of injustices and cruelty that if you don't get angry about, then you're, you know, a psychopath. But either do something about it, in which case it's okay to think about it because you're going to do something about it. You know, make a difference, make a change. There's people that sit there and complain all day, and there's people that actually try to help. If you're going to harp on something, make a change. Help. Try to make a difference. But if you're just going to sit there in your mom's basement eating Cheetos, mad about something for the rest of your life, you're not even your own person anymore. 
all those things that all these people are so mad about. A lot of them, they don't even know the people that they're mad about. It's just something they saw on the internet. They don't even know why they're mad. Just that somebody else is mad. And they get mad about so many things. And then they don't even own their own mind anymore. They're just this seething, angry, political person who's just mad about everything and all the injustices done to them when none of the injustices were even done to them. And it's just sad because they're no longer their own person anymore. They're no longer even thinking for themselves. All these different people, places, and ideas take ownership of their mind. And they let them. Because they don't know who they are to begin with. They never sat down and said, who am I? What do I stand for? All these people these days only stand for something that somebody else stands for. You know, it's like the old song, if you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything. And all these people are just cruising through life, just blindly walking through life. And you know, if you're a blind guy walking through life, the first guy that throws you a quarter is your best friend. And that's what it is. These groups and these ideas are just throwing out quarters to blind people who are just wandering through life, not standing for anything, not thinking about anything, not actually putting in the effort to know what they're going to do. You know, sit down. What are your goals? What do you really believe in? What are your founding ideals? What makes you a man? What makes you a woman? I can't really help you with those. Well, I mean, I can give some ideas, but that's not what this podcast is about. Um, but what do, what do you stand for? Don't let all these other people and things take ownership in your mind. Now look at other things, sure. What does this person believe? What are they standing for? What are they doing? And if it's something that makes you angry, let it go. Don't give them the ownership of your mind. If you have the power to change it, if it's something wrong and you have the power to change it, then either do it, help, get involved, or stop your complaining. Nobody wants to hear it. Because here's the the end all. All your whining and crying and protests and Facebook videos and posts and tweets and TikToks about how all this crap makes you angry, nobody cares. Literally, nobody cares. Even the people that are like-minded to you in your crazy ways, because you know what, no matter how crazy you are, there's somebody else out there that's probably just as crazy and believes the same things you do. Even the people that are like-minded to you will only watch your video or read your post to make themselves feel better, to edify themselves that what they are doing is right. To make themselves feel like they're not as crazy as they really know they are. Just to give themselves a little beef, you know, just to give themselves, uplift themselves a little bit. It's the only, only, only reason that you might get a like on Facebook by some crazy like-minded person. Because you've all latched on to these ideas and you've all latched on to all these thoughts 
that aren't your own and have taken ownership of your mind. And deep down, you know it. So you make all this content, all these videos, all this crap. And you throw it out there just hoping that there's some other person out there that agrees with you and gives you a like. Because then it reinforces that, it reinforces these ideals that aren't even your own. It's just sad. In reality, 90% of those likes you got were people that didn't even finish your video. Didn't even read your whole post. Didn't even watch your TikTok. Just like a pity like. Yeah. Alright guys. So, um, no podcast for the next three weeks. Um, the first week, I'm going to be off at a uh, church youth retreat for teenagers where I'm, uh, I'm one of the speakers. And so I'll be gone for a week doing that, and then I'm going to go into the deep woods of Alaska to hopefully shoot a caribou in the face, um, or a moose. So hopefully some good content for the podcast will come out of both of those, and uh, you guys will enjoy. And anyways, I love you guys. Let's go ahead and pray for the day. Dear Jesus, dear Lord, we thank you and praise you for the day, and just for all my listeners, Lord, that um, this next three weeks, they, they seek after you, Lord that they wouldn't let the things of this life pull them off in direction. They wouldn't let anyone own their mind but you, Lord. That you are the foundation, Lord. That you are the anchor in which we can we can focus the rest of our lives on. That you're the one we need to be striving after and coming after. And that if we do that, the rest of our life will come into, will come into plan. Will be set forth before us, Lord. Lord, I pray that we don't deny you before man, so that you don't deny us before God. Lord, we love you. In your name, amen. All right, guys. Talk to you later.